All right, yo, so we back, man. All right, so um, it's all random topic. If y'all didn't figure it out yet, um, is, you know, we're both huge R&B fans. We're going to go through our top five Usher songs all time. We're going to start with number five. What you got, broski? Um... I think this is the right order because I don't I don't have an order. Man, you I just pick. got five songs. No, I think I got a, I think I got an order. Hang on, let me. I give I give you five and then I'll let you figure it out and I'll talk about it. like I'll let you figure it out. So all right. So number five for me is uh follow me. Um, I've never heard of this song, so it can't make my top five. Never heard this song in my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So follow me. Um, you know, actually the you know the. I will say the, my favorite part about this song, um, I would say, is that um, lyrically, she kind of like telling a story. I kind of like that aspect of it when you're like when you're telling a story with your lyrics, um, giving us a picture of what's going on. And then you're also hitting the notes type of thing. Um, and then the, the, the chorus is a little repetitive type of, it's not great, but the song and the beat, um, um, the instrumentals are great on this one. Um, it's 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 a great song. Follow me. Uh, I probably listen to it at least once a week or so. I probably I probably listen to seventy five percent of R and B and then twenty five percent rap. So that's me. That's I'm me. I'm a huge R and B guy. It is what it is. Everybody knows this of me. Um, but um, Usher uh, killed it on this song. Um, um, just 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 a classic, obviously. Um, and matter of fact, I'll, get, I'll tell you right now, all of my songs are from two albums. Right. We'll get into that. I think, I think mine are, I might have three albums. I don't know. I, it's, it's close though. But anyway, yeah. I've never heard that Follow Me song, so I'm going to check it out, especially since you said it's got good <laughs> lyrics. Because I am, I am literally all about the lyrics. I'm all about the lyrics, man. You, you know that. I'm all yeah. about the lyrics. When you could almost paint a picture with the words i'm like yeah that's it that's it that's why i like eminem so much um but anyway uh the first one i'm gonna say is and y'all might clown me for having this so low on the top five i don't know but for number five i'm gonna say nice and slow come on um, man ain't nobody gonna kill you for nice and, nice and slow for, for being the fifth one though I'm, I'm saying they might clown me for that being my fifth one because that's gonna be number five and the reason it has to go on the list is because it's just it's just a classic for me and man i can't say much about the lyrics or anything but if you don't know this song because you're born in the year 2000 or something like that and you're listening to this you should be listening to this podcast like, right. you should be listening to it there could be soccer yeah, fans that's not that old yeah, i guess they're 20 years old they're yeah they would be yeah they'd be 20. It's nuts, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, no. It might be born in, but anyway, if you was born in like 2005 or something crazy like that, like yeah. go back and listen to this song. You wouldn't. So, so I can tell you that you don't know nothing about that because I can't wait to tell my kids that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to tell my kids that stuff when they grow up and be like, "Oh, you don't know nothing about this." Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, gonna, yeah. And that's go. That's gonna be one of those songs because that's probably. I couldn't tell you what year it came out, but. A couple people might tell me that I don't know nothing about it because 
I know it came out when I was younger. Um, but yeah, it's just a classic. So that's got to be my number five. Right, Take right. it to a place nice and quiet. <laughs> yep. That, I mean, yep. <laughs> uh, I was actually going to put that in uh, one of the uh, the titles. I was like, yeah, he, he broke down the defense, you know, nice and slow. I was going to put it like that. But, yeah, we didn't get to it. I'm a lot. But yeah, this that yeah. was it's a classic, man, for sure. Um, so my number four is if I want to, um, man. So I would say my favorite part about this song is the arrogance of the song. Because uh, if you listen to the lyrics, he's basically saying, you got a boyfriend, whatever. I'll take <laughs> you from her whenever I feel like it type of thing. Okay. And then you say, no, you can't. I'm like, no, yes, I can so like, just imagine it being in the conversation, like, yeah, you gotta work now. Like, all right, we're gonna say, but not now. It's whenever I feel like you know, hitting you up, you're gonna be like, yeah, forget him. It's like, yeah, you know, the arrogance on Usher in the song is like, yo, man, look, you know, <laughs> yeah, this nigga just don't care. Drew, Drew, yeah. Drew loved that kind of stuff. So oh, that's yeah. him. Oh, Drew yeah. loves that kind of stuff. That. I love that. I love that. Now nah, I'm not in that life anymore. Okay, you know what I'm saying, but. You know, unhitch. You know, yeah, you call me. You call me unhitch, <laughs> yeah, I, I was a wild boy, man. I was a wild boy, man. I, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. That's funny. That's I tell people all the time. You nickname me unhitch. Unhitch. Will Smith movie, you know? That's like, great. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm not. Obviously, I've settled down a little bit, I guess. Um, but I'm just not. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm being more. You know observing on on what's going on in their life so that I know that I ain't messing something up because I ain't trying to mess with nobody stuff and enough people didn't come at me over these shorties man so I'm good on that but I like this song because of the arrogance of the confidence everybody should everybody should carry themselves this way like just with that type of confidence because like, everybody's special in their own type of way you know yeah. so Agreed. You feel Agreed. like even if you're not the best looking or whatever, or you know, you don't jump the highest, you're not the best athlete, whatever. There's a certain thing, skill that you have that's special and God's give it to you. So you should like yep. be confident and, and carry yourself this way. And that's why I love yep. this song. It's a it's a kind of type of thing, you know. Even though it's yep. a it's a little arrogant, kind of crazy, um, drama, you know, filled type of song when it comes to what he's like saying to this shorty in this song, because he's kind of like talking to a chicken. That's another thing besides telling stories. Usher does a great job of acting like he's in a conversation with somebody while he's singing a song, which is completely insane. This is not something you see nowadays. Like it's it's that's why we talk about R and B died after two thousands or early two thousand is because you just don't see the type of skill set with the lyrics and the songs. On top of this is back when they used to music music videos were like on point where like you got to go see I got to go watch MTV because I got to see this video. Um, one of the songs I've caught up is actually not on my uh, list. Caught up, the video for Caught Up is crazy. Like, you know, this is back when the, the music videos were popping. But anyway, enough on that one. I'll let you get to your, your number four. Um. Okay. So this next one I got is you're going to see the word you and a lot of the songs that I like. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but this one is uh, You Make Me Wanna. So, you know how it goes. You make me wanna believe you the one on it. 
start a new relationship to what to, I can't sing. I know my voice going to sound terrible, but uh, this is one of the ones because I'm usually big on lyrics and stuff like that in songs like the concept of this song kind of sucks. Because <laughs> like it's like it's like it's Ooh. like yeah it's it's the beat it's just it's just the sound of this song that gets me really it's the sound of the song that gets me you could be talking about anything but just the beat and just how this one sounds is just it's just nice this is just a nice song to listen to don't leave your girl and go date someone else that's messed up like break up with her first but anyway uh <laughs> and don't make a song about it. Like the song is just messed up in all type of ways, but it's a good, it's a good song. It's a good one to listen to for sure. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a good song. Surprised it didn't make your top five. Nah, it's on my you... playlist. You know, I got to play this. Okay. I don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, it's not making my top five. It's just you know, lyrically and instrumentally, it's just not the level. These next ones, and I'll go to this next one. Um, Fair enough. Everybody knows this one. I, I, anybody who listens to R&B knows this one. It's um, that's what it's made for. Um, <laughs> this one's a little bit self-explanatory. Um, this is a sexual healing type of song. Um, <laughs> we already know what she's talking about. Um, you know, you know, y'all shout out here turning these girls out. You know, it is what it is. Like, you know, <laughs> love it as an R&B fans mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, everybody's heard this song. Um, the, the the I love the the chorus, man. Just like just, just the rhythm and him stopping, just like that's what it's made for. Like that, like the whole <laughs> his whole rhythm is like he's not rushing it. It's like you know, he's he's like he's taking his time. Man. That's what it's made for. Just like just like he was like you 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 actually picture like he's in like he's about to sleep with some shorty or whatever. Like you know, he's like talking to her. Like you think that he's like about to. You know, have sex with this girl. Like you think he's talking to an actual chick? Well, what he's like just, uh, it's just, you know. And then, you know, yeah. It, it sounds like he's talking to a shorty when he watch when he, you know, singing this song. So, um, just a great. That's what it's made for. Um, yeah, just a classic. You know, check it out if you haven't heard. I don't know if you haven't heard it. Then you're probably not an R&B fan. So, but yo. Yeah. Fair enough, man. I don't know if we have too many R&B fans left out there. Late. Because more people would probably be making R&B music, or maybe they are making R&B music. They are. I just don't have the patience. We can talk I just don't have the patience to. That's a whole. We gonna break yeah. two on that one because there's a yeah. whole other conversation about how R&B is trash compared to back in our day. <laughs> back in yeah, our yeah, we do need to get Tony' opinion on that for Maybe sure. They, yeah, but no, nah, they don't make music the way they used to. Not R&B, at least. It's not the same. It's not the same. Um. Number two, okay. Or number three. Number three for me. I gotta decide between these three which one I want to put at three. Maybe like five seconds. Mm-mm-mm. I think I think that's my number one right there. All right. Uh, okay. So for number three, I'm gonna go with you. Remind me. And I can't. I can't. It's one of yours. I can't. I can't really. I can't really relate to this song, which is what's crazy. Because you always think of like, okay. No, it's I haven't. I, I can't. can't say. Yeah, I I'm sure can. you can, but I, but I can't really relate to this song honestly. But it's just, it's just, it flows well, and the lyrics are decent too. It's like, see the thing about you, no. back on my. Yeah, I, I can't relate to it, but it's just so good, man. It's so good. It's got to be in the top five. It's got to be in there. 
it's good good flow good lyrics and if you can relate to it you'll like it even more i can't really relate to it but the same thing is that what it is. my eye is the same thing that made me you know, yeah <laughs> change my mind no no yeah i've yeah. of shorties so i'm like yeah you're, yeah i remember your your type your, yeah you're a <laughs> damn carbon copy and maybe because i got too many that from my past that look the same that i mm. do it like this because obviously we all have our types and whatnot you're gonna type yeah uh, yeah like yeah there's been so many i could say that just like you know what? I'm not even gonna give you a chance because I know you just you just like the the, the last one, <laughs> and you look just like Shorty too. Like nah, 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 nah. I yeah, y'all, yeah. y'all the exact same person. <laughs> yeah, yep. I, yep. So yeah, no, what a yeah, now, that's my number two. So I'll let you get to your number two. I mean, just a cool, cool number two. Cool, cool. I'm glad, I'm glad we I'm glad we at finally. least matched one of them up. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah, All right. Uh, for number two, I'm gonna say you got it bad um because just because that's a good just it just feels like an old school r&b song starts out it's got that feel to it starts off showing off like on his lyrics on the vocals just starts off just yeah yeah. (laughs) on the phone hang up call right back yeah yeah that's that's one day i think that's one everyone can can kind of relate to like i feel like oh most people have been in that situation to where it's like, yeah, you real, you real down for somebody, and it's just yeah, like yeah. you you're out yeah, of control you down for somebody. You just out of control down for somebody. Yeah, I, I know, I know your situation. I ain't gonna speak too much on it, but I've, but I've been there before. Before I bet you, before I bet you, I've been there before too. So I'm, I, I can relate. It's definitely relatable. It's definitely relatable. It makes no sense. It doesn't. You know, yeah, yeah. I'll let, let, let happen again, yeah. but yes. What exactly, exactly. You you don't want it to happen again, but you've been there. You've been there. You got it bad, man. <laughs> all right. That's all you got for that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I got for now. It's just it's just a good old school R&B song that you don't hear anymore. And it's just one of those songs that kind of puts you in the field and you can... Most people can relate to it. I'm gonna just say it that most people can relate. <laughs> yep. So uh, my number one, and you already know what it's gonna be because me and you had this conversation before. It's Moving mountains. One of my favorite songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, ever one of my favorite songs probably hit my top ten. We'll go top ten R&B list in the future. Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't. know. The best way I could say it is, um, <laughs> I'll be a groupie. Just, <laughs> uh, just, man, you can't start off a song better than this, and you also can't. The, the lyrics are perfect throughout the entire song. Superstar yeah. is my favorite Usher song by far. It's not close. Um, it's a constant. I can listen to it the entire night. Um, I mean, it's just. Homies, you know, he's he's basically I'm just playing in my head right now. Group. Yeah, like yeah, this thing yeah. describing the, of a shorty just following him, but he's like yeah. doing it in reverse where the, he's following the shorty. Like it's yeah, that's a dope, that's a dope yeah. song. That's a dope song. It's a it's a nice it's a nice concept. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just man, just beauty, man. Just just kill that joint. It's probably my top ten R and B. We'll do that in the future, but. Man, what a what a kill, what a jam! That's my joint. I can't, I can't wait for that, man. I got some jams for that. 
yeah. I got some shells for that. Yeah, I'm ready for that one. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, that's that's a good number one because I, I I remember the first time you talked to me about that song. I'm like, that song's not that good, and you like broke it down, and I'm like, you know what? That's that's an interesting concept because he just flipped the script. And how often do you see somebody flip the script in a song? It's like, nah, you know what? I'm used to being the superstar. Like, I'm gonna flip this around <laughs> yep. and change it up on you. Yeah, was, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I'm gonna have to go listen to that after the after the podcast is over. But um, okay, so my last one, I think, I think uh, I kind of like all. I would say the top four of my songs pretty equally. Like I can go listen to any of them at any time and enjoy it. Um, nice and slow. I just had to put on there because it's just a classic. And if that comes on, I'll really skip it either. But this number one, and this probably ain't gonna be anyone else's number one. But it's you don't have to call. Oh, um, and it's just and it's just and it's just because like <laughs> it's just because it's like come on man all right because it, it just brings you back to that you got a bad and all right now she ain't acting right she want to talk to you no more it's like all right that's fine you ain't got a call i'm chilling i'm <laughs> you know what i mean i'm chilling it's i don't need you bro we good and you don't have to call right it's I'm okay girl yeah <laughs> the way he like and this is what i talk about with the follow me the way he's pauses in between the verses, like, you know, I'm kind of brother, you know, then pauses, mm-hmm. then hits the, it's not, it's just not run on. He knows the rhythm, hitting the beat, you know, hitting the vocals. It's just a man. It's a, it's a, it, it was my honorable mention. I've mentioned it earlier. Um, yeah. Especially because the music video was like, yo, come on. <laughs> the dancing is crazy. Choreography is insane. Um, he's painting a picture of going to the club, like you know, like shorty type, doesn't have yep. to type of thing. Like you understand. It's okay, girl. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's like it's like bump you. I'm good, bro. I ain't worried about you. <laughs> and that's it, and that's another one that you can relate to. You've been in a position where it's like, dang man, that didn't work out. You really hurt, but then once you get past that hurt, it's like, all right, cool. You know, it's whatever. Going out with the homies. Yeah, <laughs> yep, you going out, out with the homies. Like I get over this. I get over this. We chilling. That's yep, yep. Ne- on to the next one. It is what it is. Facts. So yeah, Facts. that's 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 the best position to be in after something doesn't work out. So yeah, a lot of people can relate to that one too. So that's number one. No facts, man. Yep, great, man. So that that's it for our random topic. Um, that was a good one, man. We'll continue on that path. Um, obviously, we've been having a lot of great random topics. Um, yeah, let us know if we missed something good, man. Let us know if we missed a good song. Yeah, let us know for sure. Um, that's that you think that should be in the top five in in our top fives. Um, there's there's a whole bunch, obviously, that missed the list. I got a whole playlist of 20, 30 Usher songs. So I can understand why anybody, you know, confessions or anything like that, deal yeah. to me or anything like that, uh, would you would want to be on the list. But um that that's how that's the way we felt. Um so we're gonna go to our next topic, man, which uh, our next game, I should say. Mm-hmm. And um let's get it cracking, man. So let's talk about Brighton versus Brentford, man. Uh, okay. So my take on Brighton early on was they had this player that I've never seen play before. Um, in, in Wepu or something like that, I think is his name. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Cause he's, okay. it, huh? 
I'm not talking about no, 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 not Neil Mopé. He's a striker. They had a they have a midfielder. His name is Mwepu or something like that. And he's he's playing the spot that I think Basuma would really play. And I really like Basuma. Basuma's a good player. But this dude, this is the first game I see I've seen him play, and dude was impressive. Like I from the start, I was like, I don't know this dude, but I'm gonna watch him, check him out, see see what he's about. Um and from Bert's point of view, I think they had a bunch of injuries. I don't know their team that well because this is their first year in the league, so kind of takes a while for you to get to know them. But I know uh God, man, it stinks because I'm normally really good in the names, but they have a, two strikers. One of them's Tony, and the other one's Embueno or something like that. Uma, I gotta, yeah, yeah. So I gotta work. I gotta work on their names too. But yep. Tony, Tony actually hasn't been their biggest threat. It's been the other dude, Embueno or whatever. That's yeah. been yeah. I, I, yeah well, just pronounce it. Yeah, I'm just I'm just terrible with his name, man. It's and I'm normally MC. so good. It's a yeah, I'm I'm normally so good. Like we don't we don't do that in English, man. We don't have MB names. But anyway, um, he ends up getting hurt in this game, and I think that really hurt their chances because I don't think they're the most creative team anyway. And to not even have like one of your strikers that's just kind of quick and just you can find them on a long ball like it really hurt them this game and they looked sloppy they got they got um, that can make things happen yeah yeah i just i just think as a team it's like okay you see chelsea and we got Jorginho, we got mount we got zia that can come in like they don't have that many like creative players so you can see that they're going to struggle to like really build up solid like chances um but uh, five, three. but um, they say got what? Five people in the middle of the field too, and they don't have it. That's why they play. Yeah, five. bro. They don't have it. Yeah, anymore. it's like you got five people to create, and none of them can create. It's crazy. Um, so Brentford actually looked all right early on, like they had good pressure and everything. But it's like I said earlier, I, I feel like they just don't have the creativity to create really good chances. So. They really rely on like crosses and headers and everything like that. And the crosses aren't the best quality. So the headers aren't the best. So they had a couple half chances here and there, but we've known Brighton this year to actually play really good football, but where they lose games is that they can't finish. Like they just don't have the strikers to finish off the good football that they're playing. Like they play a lot of good passes and everything get in good positions and don't always have to finish it. So this game, this Mwepu dude, who I'm telling you, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but dude gets on the ball a couple times and instantly just looks like he's going to do something with it. Like has a couple good first touches. I think he takes a touch from inside the box from someone's pass and takes a shot and it's off target. But I'm like, okay, dude's looking lively. So a few minutes come go by and he gets the ball in midfield, picks his head up. And spots Trossard on a run. Haven't seen his dude play, so don't know if he's left-footed. If this dude is right-footed and passed this ball with his left foot, then dude's got crazy game because he plays a ball over the top to Trossard that's perfect. The run's perfect. The ball's perfect. And the goalie comes out off his line. Trossard spots it and just chips him. And it's a beautiful chip, beautiful light volley because he hits it first time and he gets it high enough and on target, and that gives uh, Brighton their first goal. And with the way Brighton play, um, 
you already think that they could win this game because they're actually good at keeping possession and are good at creating chances. They just haven't been able to finish. So this early goal was like huge for them, I think, and really set them up to try to take this game home. Um, so a little later in the game, um, I have a big eye on this and Wepu dude, because I don't know who he is, but he, he's just looking good. Um, he gets the ball in a similar position and he basically just dribbles over some dude's head. So he just kicks the ball up to go over a defender and just goes by him like he's not even there. And I'm like, okay, I can see why, like, I don't know if Basuma's injured or something, but I'm like, I can kind of see why this dude's playing. Like, dude got a little game. So he does that. Um, and nothing comes from it, but I just want to point that out because dude had an awesome game and he'll be my man of the match for this game. But uh, a little later on, Brighton's playing a little bit of football on the left side and their other uh, midfielder who's in Wepu. It's hard to say what formation they play because they rotate a lot, but he's their, he's their other midfielder. It's, it's actually Motor that's driving on the inside. And... Um, after he kind of drives on the inside, like he's real patient, but spots our boy Neil Mope. <laughs> and Neil Mope, who hasn't been hasn't been clinical, I would say, this season. Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go over. <laughs> so, so some quick things to, uh, it's Enoch Wepu. So it's just like Bumo. You just ignore the end. What? It's, it's Wepu? Okay, it's Wepu. okay. The cool, cool. Correct me on these names, man. These new players, I don't have their names down yet, man. I'm well, slipping. I, I gotta look it up. But yes, Enoch. <laughs> yeah, the, it's just the M is completely silent type of thing. Pretend it's not there. Yeah, it's just not there. <laughs> um, so, um, but I will agree with your point about, you know, the way this game played out. I feel like Brighton could have scored a little bit more in this game, mm-hmm. but they're they they should be happy with two zero with a clean sheet because they're suspect defensively and but I would say the back of their middle field and they can be had and Brentford just couldn't make things happen um, in this game. Yeah. If I go through this, let's just give you a little stats. I don't know how consistent this game was. Basically, a fifty fifty game. This was fifty one. Brighton, 49, um, Brentford. Uh, shots on target was 5 to 6. Mm. Shots was 15 to 16. Uh, even pass accuracy, 80 to 77. Both teams basically played the same. One, one, two, zero, and then they won, you know, lost 0 2. So yeah, yeah. It, it was, even though that the, the score, if you just look at the score about you watch a box score, you'd be like, you know what, this was a beatdown. Why would I watch this? They didn't show up. Um, no, this was a good game to watch if you're just a fan of football and you like strategy and see coaches kind of trying to adjust. We see both coaches actually adjust at halftime, which is interesting. One of them didn't work out, obviously, but <laughs> you could tell they actually made adjustments. I was actually happy with the way the coaches like their approach to the game and then the way that they were like, you know what, our strategy is not working the way we wanted to, or with Brentford coach, it was like, we should have scored more. We, or we need to score more. Let, let's get, because actually, matter of fact, both of Brentford, uh, Brighton's goals was before the half, um, mm-hmm. but they should have scored more. And they just like, we don't have enough room 
Um, we need to adjust. They they went to a little defensive mindset in the second half. Obviously, you're gonna do that when you got a two-o lead, but they could have done more with what they had, and basically played even, even though one loss, two zero. Basically, my takeaway. Fair enough. Fair enough. Take advantage of yeah. the opportunities and score. Otherwise, it's gonna get ugly. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, when I'm looking at like Brentford, I just think they struggled creativity wise, and I think yeah, they did have the five shots on target, which was similar to Brighton. I think Brighton just did a better job of. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the Liverpool City explanation, like I always do. Like City are looking to get a really good chance, and. Um, Liverpool just want to get as many half chances as they want. So I feel like with Brentford, it's like they got opportunity to cross, they're crossing the ball. Like Brighton, they're like, okay, I don't really like that cross. I don't think it's a high percentage chance, so I'm going to pass the ball around a couple more times. And that's the way Brighton was playing, and I think it led to them getting better opportunities. Um, And Brentford, I think, only had one really, really good opportunity. It was a header that got saved off and then they had another one that was like a deflected shot but as far as just like clear opportunities like the trussard opportunity was a clear opportunity even if he didn't volley it he could have tried to bring it down and would have had a one-on-one and the mope one actually like if you watch this shot like he released it right on time because they were they were closing him down so he, he did well to actually get that out of his feet i gotta give him credit but I just feel like they're like obviously it's easy to say in hindsight that their chances were better because they scored. But I just feel like the way Brighton built up and created their chances, they just had better quality chances than Brentford. And I think that if Brentford's forwards would have had the same chances that Brighton's forwards had, that they would have scored. Yeah. And if you switched it and Brighton's forwards had the same chances that Brentford forwards had, and they wouldn't have scored. This might be a flip. So I think that was the difference. Yeah. So I so I think that was the difference. I think they just created better quality chances that game. Because mm-hmm. literally both of their forwards scored. So. Yep. Yep. <laughs> this was all about the midfielders making happen for the finishers. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I, I think Ivan Tony for Brentford's really really good, and I think. I don't think Brent, Brentford's anywhere near relegation, but I think if they were near relegation, that some teams would be shopping Ivan Tony. But I think he's really, really good, but he doesn't get the service that he should be getting. So you're not seeing his numbers go really high. But I think he's, I think he's a great talent. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's all I got from this game. A couple couple really crazy good saves from the Brighton goalie to help them keep that clean sheet. Especially off that deflected shot, I don't know how he got to that, but good stuff. I think I think people have been watching Spider Man, and they've been trying to be Spider Man in net lately because that was a crazy save. He was going one way and then just managed to keep it out. <laughs> yeah. So man of the match. Um, I'm gonna go with the M. I'm going to go with Wepu, apparently that's how you say his name. I'm going to go with him because it's the first time I've seen him play and he impressed me. Beautiful assist to Trussard. Had a couple more plays in midfield where he just beat his man and tried to create opportunity. And I think with a little more playing time, he's just going to – he might be able to find that final ball. Um, 
But yeah, I'll see how good he is defensively. Hopefully, if I watch them a couple more times, because if he's got a defensive side to his game, then yeah, he's he's going to be one of those undroppable players because he's he's shown going forward that he's got some skill. He looks he looks good. He looks good out there. Like shades of like Paul Pogba out there. I would say, like he he looks really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, um, he's a he's a prospect, I should say. So mm-hmm. um, we'll we'll see about him. I'm always skeptical on players because you know, players look good and then they look like trash. So it's just <laughs> soccer because it's so cyclical and a lot of players are so cyclical. And just, you know. But you know, I give his props. His flowers in this one. Um, I'm gonna go with um Trossard. Um, this one. Beautiful finish, man. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Lamptey. Wasn't his best game, but. No. Yeah, he didn't show up. Yeah, no, it wasn't his best game. I just wanted to point him out. I'm, I'm a big fan of him. Uh, I think he should play better, but uh, <laughs> all the games where it just wasn't his night or day or night. I don't remember what his game was. Um, yeah. But interesting game. Um, we can move on now to, <laughs> you know, the last game. Your boys. Um, okay. Okay, so um, first half didn't go quite as well as I'd hoped. Um, I can't say I'm surprised. Our front three was Mason Mount, Pulisic, and Hudson Adoy. Um, and we struggled with that front three the previous game, so not no surprise that we kind of struggled with it this game too. Um, Pulisic is a winger by trade. And we're playing him out of false nine and it's just hurting his game. Like it's really making it seem like he's poor, but he just doesn't have the skill set to play that position. No. And you say y'all playing him at false nine. It's almost y'all y'all playing him at a nine straight up. Like cause it's not it's not like you let it's like Thomas like just allows him to just draw play back in the mid. Like he doesn't drop enough to the midfield to, to be a true false nine player. It's like they they want him to be to play the the Kai or the um, mm-hmm. Lukaku position where look where you're just finishing and we don't we, yep. just, we don't need you to be involved in the action to make it happen. We just need you to finish it, and I feel like that's a waste of his talent. And it's not really a false knot. Like if you want to play him as a false knot, then let him go back. Let him have more freedom. He was. To, to, to he, play more middle than just play up up front and just wait for things to happen in front of him or behind him. Yeah, that's that's a fair assessment. But even like during that game when he dropped into the midfield, like he wasn't he wasn't really effective. Like he didn't look like he wanted the ball, and it didn't look like he was able to turn or anything. And I don't know if that was them putting too much pressure on him or what exactly it was, but he's played that position two or three games for us, nine or false nine, and it just hasn't been effective. He's he's more of a threat coming off the wings. Mostly, I think, on the left side is where he's most threatening. Yeah, he's because a, he's, a, he's a good player. He's a good player, but he's just playing him there just has not worked. So it's like you, you got to switch it up. You got to switch it up. But either way, so um, the first half, I would say – Matty Cash played pretty well. Um, 
I think he was keeping Alonzo in check, which isn't the hardest thing to do because Alonzo is not the quickest player. Um, and on top of that, he was just a threat going forward as well because he's just really quick. Like he, he accelerates really quickly and we don't have the quickest midfielders or quickest left and right back. So he's, he's able to take up a lot of space and draw a lot of attention and, um, basically just, uh, just, just give them an extra attacking threat going forward. Um, I don't know how else to explain it. Like he's, he's just a right back, like any other right back and left back, but he just gives an extra attacking threat because he's just quick. So I like the way he was playing early on in the game. Um, their first goal. Cause I love the so, way Lonzo looked. I love the way Lonzo looked in the early in this game. He was making crosses that were making up, making things happen. Um, he made a couple mistakes defensively um, that the announcers felt the need to point out, <laughs> which I love when the announcers are so obnoxious and like, yeah, Lonzo being yeah. No, he's just not. Yeah, he's just not a left back. Like as far as like on the ball, he's he's really good. His crosses are ridiculous. I know you're a big fan of him. I wish, honestly, wish he got to play inside a little more. I don't know why Tuchel didn't push uh, Hudson Adoy outside a little more. And let Alonzo come come into the middle a little bit more because he's he's, he's a middle player. I just don't think he is. Well, it's it's not like playing him in the midfield. It's just like playing him a little more narrow and letting Hudson Adoy um, go one on one with whoever their right back is, because basically, like a lot of times, there's overlaps. Like, okay, whoever's this left left wing player. It's gonna play one twos with Alonzo. I would rather sometimes Alonzo, Alonzo, uh, jeez, man, skipping the basketball. I would rather stop. I would rather Marcus Alonzo cut cut inside a little more and let the winger play outside a little more because one, he's a threat to win headers, and two, he's got a crazy shot on him. Like he doesn't get the shot enough because he's not quick and he can't dribble that well, but he's got a crazy shot on him. So. I don't know. Um, his I, his cross. We're gonna argue about this one uh, in the future because I just don't see him in any other position besides that. Like I don't like. Well, his his position will be the his position will be the left back, but at times like he would basically sneak inside. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Chill. It's the same thing. Chill has been doing to where he almost looks like a midfielder because he's getting on the inside and he doesn't have to do it every time, but just having that option is a nice option because a lot of times when he was trying to go one-on-one with cash, it wasn't working because he's not quick enough or skilled enough to beat cash one-on-one, but he can play a pass. If he's out in the space, he can play a perfect cross in, but in, and this is my thing. The reason why I want him to be inside more is because we need a attacking threat with that lineup. If we had Lukaku or Kai in there, I would understand it. Okay. Cross the ball into Lukaku or Kai. That's great. But if you're just crossing to Pulisic, you're not going to score goals against Premier League defenders. Pulisic, that's not on him. Like your job is to make things. Okay, but okay, but that's on the team though. If he keeps crossing the ball into Pulisic, like and Pulisic doesn't score, like that's our team's problem. So if we, that ain't his fault. Okay, Okay. but none of them, none of them are in this, none of them are in this game due to injury. In the second half. So. So yeah. it's yeah. So it's on the coach to change up that concept. We're like, okay, if we if we need a goal, and 
our concept is to get Alonzo to cross the ball and we have Pulisic to cross the ball to and that's it. Like the cross has to be perfect so that it hits his feet and he can score because he's more than likely not going to beat these defenders in the air. So if uh, if that's our is that if that's our tactic to play one twos and have Alonzo cross the ball, then we need a striker in there. And if we have Pulisic, then we got to change it up. So that that was my only thing. Captain and, South America. Yeah, Cap- captains, captains, Captain South America. America. He's, he, he's 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 a he's a he's a good player, but he could have been on the left side where when he's playing, where freaking Hudson Adoy was. Yeah, no. He is stoppable. He is. He, he is. He, he is not the same guy. He's not. Yeah, he. He does. He Good. looks like a completely okay. different player. Maybe he looks like a completely he, different player. He could dominate, or I should say, what is it? Goddamn, the MLS. He he would. Yeah, yeah. He would. He would probably go crazy in MLS. He could play where. He could play center back and probably dominate in MLS. Okay. It is what it is. Um, but anyway, so their first goal comes off of a uh, a crazy cross that Reese James gets to, but he ends up heading it into the net. Um, you can always say that oh, Mindy probably should have done better, or Reese James could have got closer. I think ah. on those situ- I think on those situations, the defender just gave them too much space, and they allowed the cross. And when you allow the cross, like you, you honest, you just set yourself up for potential for stuff like that to happen. So I think if you're closer to them and you block the cross, it's more than likely not going to end up in the back of your net. But if you give them space to cross then you on the off chance stuff like that's gonna happen. Yeah, it was complete luck. It was nonsense. It wasn't it it was. It was, but the only thing you can critique about that is hey, Reese James, if you get closer to him and block the cross, it's most likely not gonna end up in your in the back of your net. Yeah, it, this wasn't this wasn't one of those plays that developed and then dude passed the ball out there and Reese just wasn't there. This ball got kicked out to that dude. Um, yeah. it was already in the box so then got kicked out to a dude. It was one of those freak plays where it's just like whatever like i don't it's unlucky yeah if you it's unlucky. tried to head that you wouldn't be able to head that that accurately there's no way if you tried to head <laughs> if that was an offensive player that you could head that accurately into the because you'd be the greatest header in the history of soccer it's just one of those yeah yeah but it's but it's one of those things that's like okay so it is a lucky play it is a lucky play but you always want to go back and say okay how could we have done better and only thing you could have done better is really got closer to the player like when you analyze it and try to try to block the cross. Um, but anyway, so they get that on goal. Can't say it's deserved because I feel like we were playing better than them. Um, so then I'm actually texting my brother in the group chat and he was like, let's go because he's an Aston Villa fan. And I was like, yeah, it sucks. It was a lucky goal. And what I text him is that we need to have Hudson Adoy attacking Maddie Cash. Few minutes later, it's 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 Alonzo that plays the ball to him, but the end result it's Hudson Adoy going against Matty Cash, not Alonzo. So this is this is the thing. So it's like okay, so Cash is quick, but an actual winger playing against him might actually be able to cause him trouble. So he just he just played he just made a good run and. Alonzo does what he's good at and played a good pass to him and Cash just got behind and just fouled him in the box. I mean, it's obvious foul. Like he did a good job just getting in front of Cash and Cash just slid through and fouled him. Like it's not 
no other way to explain it. Just bad positioning and a bad foul from Cash. It's yeah. one of those. If he would have stayed on his feet, he probably wouldn't have been able to deal with Hudson Adoy. But he just made the error. Uh, Jorginho did what he normally does and has a ice cold penalty, and uh, and we move on. I think. Um, so actually, a little bit after this, um, about mm-hmm. seven so minutes later, um, I got to point this play out. Um, this was just like the Ederson play. Um, Mendy does a great job of getting off, you know, getting clearing the ball. Yep. That's coming into the box. That's set up beautifully by Villa on the, in, on this play, and then clears it. And that could have been a goal there, but um, Mendy, um, because just being aware, having awareness to know, all right, we're beat here. I need to make a play, um, clear the ball. Yeah, he came. He came. He came way off his line for that one. I'm glad he did because it was it was a good ball. Um, Ollie Watkins for Villa. Uh, he had a really good game. Um, he didn't score, really get a shot on target, I don't think, but he just had really good hold of play. Like he, he was always their outlet and he always held the ball and just made sure he got it to a teammate. Um, and it's simple stuff that he, it looks simple, but it's just good positioning and always being available for your teammates to get an outlet ball too. So yeah, he, he had a really good game. I'll let you um, Charles <laughs> yeah. was was great at blocking shots when he made mistakes in this game. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chalaba, but yeah, made the crucial blocks. Um, yeah, he's he's excellent. It's, I think this man's got like ten foot long legs or something. I don't know what it is, but he he does have a tendency to sometimes just get out of position. But he's quick and has a nice stretch on him and timing to just get blocks on shots. And he just made it a lot easier on Mindy because there were some positions that they got into that you're just like, well, dang, Stan Ings, great player. Like he's going to take a shot, but Chalo was, was able to get back and block some shots. So in the second half, um, Lukaku comes back. He's, he's back. He's on uh, to try to get us something going in the, in the second half. Um, and man, did he have a game this day? Like he he uh, starts off by just making a nice run into the box. Mason Mount tries to find him with the cross, and the cross just goes right over his head. But I'm excited already because I'm like instant threat. We got a cross into the box, and we got somebody that's actually a threat to score this cross. Not Pulisic, who can score a header, but if you're looking at Aston Villa's defenders, like it's Kanza and Mings, like some pretty big, strong, quick guys, athletic guys. Like, I don't like Pulisic winning a header against these guys, you know? So that was the case in the first half. But as soon as Rom comes on, cross right to him, goes over his head, but almost ends up being an own goal. So I'm like, okay, already, like, we look more threatening. Love it. Love to see it. A um, couple minutes later, Hudson Adoy back on the outside again. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I think I said that Hudson Adoy should play a little more on the outside and attack their wingers um, and attack their wing defenders. And in this case, he's not sprinting down the wing, but he cuts inside. Say what? Yeah, no business being in the middle of the field, period. He's strictly an outside player. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so 
so th- so that's the thing with him and Marcus Alonso. Like that's why I'm like, okay, I just want him to make a couple inside runs. Like have him rotate, have him make some inside runs, and that's what happens. So Hudson Adoy gets the ball. Nobody puts pressure on him. He takes it back on his right foot and plays a beautiful ball into Lukaku. Lukaku's movement is everything on this because Tyrone Mings can't decide if he wants to look at the ball or look at Lukaku. And at the end, he looks at Lukaku, tries to shove him, but Lukaku's just, he's just that dude. And he's just way too strong. And he gets, he gets there, wins the header and scores it. And just like that, we're up 2-1. Like, Lukaku makes an instant impact, looks, looks excellent out there today. And Gets us the lead. Um, we my get another nigga. break. I think a little. What? What? So what? My nigga, I just need to say my nigga. That's not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Boy. I'm, a, I'm probably. Yeah. I'm probably a than <laughs> you are. I just probably, probably because I've had to see some tough games where he was playing and he wasn't producing. But he's, 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 <sighs> he's a, he'll be the if y'all beat us in the Champions League. That he'll be the difference. <laughs> Yeah. It's a difference maker, and I wish we had a dude like that on our team. Um, okay, so yeah, we had another break, not too much longer. Um, and Jorginho plays a great ball out to Mason Mount. Um, and the goalie, I think, comes out and overruns it. Uh, so the goal is actually clear, and Mings is like sprinting back to get on the line. Mason Mount doesn't have a lot of time to like get it back to his right foot. So he just takes a shot with his left and it goes wide. And it's really disappointing because it was probably like a three on two break at best. So it's like, first off, you just want him to hit the target because there's technically nobody on the goal line. Um, And second off, if he didn't think he was going to hit the target, he could have laid the pass off because he did have two players like right next to him. So they were upset. He was upset that he missed, but, you know, we, we keep playing. We can't be too upset about him. I think he scored in the last four games before that one. So it's like eventually you're going to have one that just doesn't work out. Um, let's see. So, okay. So basically the rest of the second half is just the Lukaku show. Um, Lukaku gets the ball like on the edge of the box um, and is about to turn Tyrone Mings, but Tyrone Mings decides I'm going to make a business decision and go ahead and take him out right here. So, yeah, he takes him out. I think we get a free kick. I don't think we score off the free kick there, but it is a yellow card on Tyrone Mings, and Lukaku's just continuing to make his presence felt. Um, a little later on, Kovacic gets the ball on a break, Passes it to Lukaku. Lukaku's showing great, good, great footwork on the outside. Rare. Um, yeah, it is rare. It's, okay. it, when he when he gets into space, he's decent. But when he's surrounded, like his, that's when his touches look sketchy. Um, you talk about a play where he was running in space and just completely lost the ball because he just yeah lost yeah. I don't want to talk about. It. I don't want to talk about. It. But anyway, but anyway, on this in this occasion, he was he took his time, had good had a good uh ball control. And he plays the ball back to Kovacic, and Kovacic plays a quick pass to Hudson Adoy. Hudson Adoy is one on one with the keeper, but the keeper makes a good save. And it's one of those that you're just like, okay, he's one on one. You want him to finish that, but
But I think at the end, it was a good save. I think he put it in a good spot, and Martinez just was on his game and just made a really good save right there. But that was a just another good chance, and it's Lukaku again. That's kind of like igniting our offense. Um, okay, a little later in the game, another break. At this point, I'm thinking we're getting breaks because Villa is just trying to push to get back into the game. Um, <laughs> I would say Villa did not quit, and I really yeah yeah it was no like they the game was they have a they have a great coach now yeah they have a great coach now it's a twelve thirty game on a football Sunday for me yep football so I only saw like twenty minutes of it and then I had to turn football on and then I had to I got to rewatch it before the pod but just mm-hmm. watching the game um, rewatching it Villa didn't quit. And I yeah. about them because a lot of times they quit, and a lot of times mm-hmm. they season they've quit. They they yep. kept trying, even though yep. it was unsuccessful. They kept trying. You could see there was yep. an effort there. That's all we got to add. Definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. But yeah, last last basically impactful thing from Lukaku is he gets the ball out on the wing again. I think it might be Kovacic that finds him again and uh, target tries to keep up with this man. Um, he completely bullies Target off of the ball and keeps running with it. He's able to get his body in front of Kanza, and then Kanza just trips him up, basically. And uh, it's another penalty. Uh, Drew thinks it's a dive. It was not a dive. He got tripped up um, leading into the box, and it was another penalty. And I think I'm pretty... I try to be unbiased about whether stuff is penalties or not. Like this one was so obvious. The Hudson Odoi one was so obvious. Like both earned penalties, I think, because I think we were in positions to either get a goal or at least get a shot on goal. So it's not like yeah, yeah. Exactly. Over. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because the referee know that because a lot, a lot of things in soccer, I don't really necessarily agree with. I, I guess I can say because to me, like obviously, if you clearly put your hand up to block a cross, like obviously it's a foul. But if somebody crosses a random ball and it hits your forearm that's not way away from your body, and they're still questioning whether to give a penalty for that, it's like you didn't really earn that. You know what I mean? Like their body positioning just happened to get in the way. And it's not like they were like waving their arm like this. Like some of those questionable penalties, I'm like, come on, bro. Like you can't just basically give a goal for that. But these fouls, they were in the box and they stopped. Uh, they stopped obvious chances. So it's like if Hudson Doy gets on the end of that ball, like he's either got a shot or he's got a layoff to somebody to get a shot. Rom gets to that ball, he's either got a shot or a layoff to somebody to get a shot. So. I think there were two deserved penalties, so that's why I don't feel like okay, we just won because of penalties. Like, and Jorginho finished them, so that's it for that game. That's it for that game. My player of the game is easily Lukaku because he came in and just made a huge impact in the second half, and he's the reason we won the game. Simple as that for me. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> yeah, facts. And in the same, obviously, I'm not gonna pass up on the chance to give my boy man of the match. <laughs> Um, so he is the man of the match for me as well. Um, so uh, I, season takeaways before we go to our close. We're actually uh, let's 
Yeah, we'll close it off. But, um, yeah, so season takeaways from Chelsea are we're getting healthy. Um, I think this stretch of us not having the best set of games just really showed how how we need more depth in left wing back, I think, for defensive issues in midfield. I think more importantly, I would say in the midfield, because I told you the three that I can I can truly count on, and that's Conte, Kovacic, and Jorginho at this point. Anybody else, if they play in that midfield, like it terrifies me. Unless it's Reese James. Like if you play Reese James in the midfield, I can live with that because I've seen him play spots of, of in the midfield. I can I can live with that, but I don't want to see uh Chalaba in the midfield. It's hard for I can see you can put if we're playing against Norwich, then I'm okay with uh shoot. I can't even think of his name because he was frustrating me so much. Uh dang it. Ruben Loftus cheek. So if we're playing against like if we're playing against Norwich or something like that, Ruben Loftus cheek can play. But if we're playing against a a competitive team, I don't want to see Ruben Loftus cheek in there either. Like you gotta find another spot for him, in my opinion. Like he just hasn't done it. He hasn't and done it for me. Y'all behind, so you shouldn't see any time. Exactly. Unless exactly. Nor- if we're playing Norwich and we're up by two goals, then okay, Ruben loves to cheat. You got to run out. Yeah. But yeah. otherwise, fi- otherwise find another position for him. Like if yeah. you're if you're gonna if you're gonna try different people at the false nine <laughs> or the nine. But you put, 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 put false nine. You want to be really bad, at bro. Him? No, Bro, like I'd rather I'd rather put him there than to have him in my midfield the way he's been playing. Yeah, like, because at least if he at least if he in the middle of the field, like he's gonna be constantly in the middle of the field. That's that's, that's but that's fine though. That's fine though. He should be ahead of the midfielder. So if he gives up the ball, at least the midfielder should be able to recover from <laughs> <for> him. <laughs> yeah, as simple as that. Because basically, like the but it's it's like it's like you said with City, y'all y'all basically got two defenders when y'all have the ball. Yeah. Like it's it's the same with us because you see Rudiger making runs forward, you see Christensen if he's in there making runs forward, Chalabo make a run forward, and we'll be left even though we start off with three center backs, we're left with two center backs. So if that midfielder loses the ball mm-hmm. in a terrible position, like it really puts us at risk because if they're if it's somebody quick and they're running at yeah. if they're quick and they're running at uh, Thiago Silva, like he can get beat. His positioning is great. But he hasn't looked but if you got somebody, I will say that he's, he hasn't look, he's looked like. He's oh no! He, it's because his his like positioning his his positioning at IQ Drew is it's insane. It's insane because if if somebody quick and skilled goes at him, they could beat him. But he's just he's just so good at just picking the right spots and everything positioning to get the ball. Like he's just he's just smart. He's just a smart player. Fernandino is what he's like. Even though you like to. Crucify Fernandino. Fernandino. Yeah, because because Fer- Fernandino's fell off no, big he time. Yeah, he <laughs> he's it. fell off. No, he's fell off no. big time. He's not fell off. He's and he looked excellent. Um, All right, stuff again. No, we're not going to do this with Fernandino. But whatever, whatever, man. Fernandino. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about this later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, get too aggressive. We'll talk about this in the future more about. 
because I want to go get into more of the strategy of the game, not get too mm-hmm. you know, sophisticated for the audience. But yeah, yeah. I think a lot of soccer is about this is why coaches matter a lot in soccer, it's because the formations actually matter. So you'll see mm-hmm. two, three, five, two, what four, three, like those things actually matter because if you don't actually play or stay in shape, and they say this a lot in um the broadcast, just keeping your your shape. Mm-hmm. We constantly lose our shape because we have two outside guys that are up. So it's like we're playing two, what would it be? Two, six. I don't even know what it would be. But yep. basically we're playing. But y'all, are so, but y'all are so good with the ball that y'all can get away with that most times. And because we have Edison. <laughs> and Edison yeah. plays as a left or center back. He's yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's, he's so quick out of his box. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we basically play. Um, this is a this is what separates us, in my opinion, from pretty much all the teams in the league. We're comfortable and great at playing out of our back and creating offense out of our back. We're pro- perfectly fine passing the ball around. It's only when Laporte goes crazy stuff and gets and, and makes mistakes that um, we get you know, penalized for it. But we're yeah. super yeah. great. We're we're, we're the he, best in the league at playing out of our back. So. Pep. Pep encourages it. Pep encourages it. He doesn't like he doesn't like to see the ball just be kicked for no reason. Like he doesn't like passes for no reason. He doesn't like shots for no reason. Like that's not that's not Pep. Obviously, if you're under crazy pressure, he doesn't want you to lose the ball and give it away. But sometimes it's like if you're trying to play out of the back and you make a mistake, he's gonna be upset, but he's gonna be even more upset if you're not under pressure and you just punt the ball away. Because he values the ball so much, like he just wants the ball all the time. Simple as that. So to that's pay- that's how y'all defend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly how the way we defend. And to paint a picture to the audience is it's almost like so we're a four-three-three team, but it's almost like we're a four-four-two team. <laughs> when when we're playing or when we're playing, because we can have an extra guy up there and then just have those two guys back there. And then also have Ederson playing as a, you know, as an extra guy. So it's almost like we're, we're like a, what do you call it? A four, four, three team with, yeah. with, the, with the, excluding the goalie. It's like, we it's have always, to- it's always opposite though. Cause you say the defense first. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Opposite. Yeah. Right. But I'm with you though. But yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, 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 right, right. <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess it would be three, four, four team because yeah, yeah, yeah. have an extra guy that basically plays as a center back as our goalie. Yeah, yeah. 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 So y'all just y'all just got yeah, y'all just yeah, y'all y'all playing with eleven and everybody else playing with ten because their goalie just stay back. <laughs> no one y'all no one y'all beating everybody. Y'all got eleven people out there. We only got ten and a goalie. Y'all just got eleven. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it too because a lot of times Edison does dumb stuff. It's like I can't trust you with the ball. Like, yeah. But yeah. it's almost like we have. But, but the thing is, though, he does dump stuff like that, but he knows he has the coach's like confidence because he's made mistakes before, like in the past, but he doesn't get dropped. So you could tell like Pep wants him to play that way because he thinks that the reward is greater than the risk. Because we have Stefan. For the most for the most part, it has been. Yeah, that that that's that's Stephen true. Guys. That's true. But y'all are y'all are man city. Like y'all could buy another goalie if y'all really needed to. Like like it's it's nothing it's nothing to spend oh, yeah, extra yeah. But, extra money on a goalie, but Ederson is Ederson is Pep's guy. Yeah. Like he yeah, he wants everybody to play football out there, including Ederson. Well, and you talked about 
talk to me about Zachenko. This was early yeah. years ago when I was talking about Zachenko because I was just surprised mm-hmm. at how offensive minded he was as an offensive player. And this is my early understanding of soccer, like uh, uh, not soccer, I guess the Premier League. I just didn't understand why he was just so um, aggressive offensively. If he's, you know, reliant. But you just explained to me, like you know, it's it's, it's Pep. You can't just be Pep's a one. player. You have to be an all uh, yeah. two way player. Every everyone on Pep's team is a threat to score. Everyone. Yep. Even the goal. Every one of them. Every one of them. Yep. Everyone. He wants everyone on his team to be a threat to score. It's crazy. Everyone, like, basically every time somebody gets the ball, like, you have to you have to make a decision, and that's what makes y'all so dangerous because it's like, yeah, Zinchenko, you're not really afraid of him shooting from 30 yards maybe, but he can do it. So because he can, and he can make that pass. You, either, you can either step up and he can go by you, or he could just make a crazy pass, like, into the – yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just, what do you do? I, I know what you do. You you play a back five and you pick your spots where you can attack. And that's, that's, that's been the proven way to beat y'all over the last couple of years. Wolves have, wolves have basically perfected it. And besides them shooting themselves in the foot, like they've been able to get a point against y'all if they needed to. And no one else has really just stuck to that and just been like, you know what? We're just going to be stubborn and we're just going to try to outplay them. It's like, nah, bro, you've seen how people have beaten them. Do the same thing. Yeah. And do it better. <laughs> That's exactly what happened last season. Y'all y'all had the blueprint and, and teams just started copying y'all throughout the season. And yep. to me, the, fo- the, the key is to load up on the right side. Obviously, I'm not going to give the strategy out to beat us. <laughs> but the key is to just load up on that right side and hope Jacinto gets out of position because you know Laporte's going to make a mistake. He's gonna make, make one crucial mistake. It's yeah, just yeah. whether the other team scores or not. He's always gonna make one. There's, never, there's been no clean sheet in the court. This is damn near our entire season. Even our clean sheets. He always makes a mistake. It's just can you are you good enough to capitalize on it? And that that's the way you'll beat us. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Some some games you're only gonna get one chance, man. Yep. And you gotta make it count. Yeah. Yep. All right, man. Yo, it's been a pleasure, man. This has been a good one. Um, a lot of soccer. This has been a long one. Um, yeah, man. Man, you might have to cut some out. <laughs> man, I, I doubt I will. I mean, I'll look at some stuff, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, our audience is pretty um, consistent on it. They're not tripping by yeah. it. And our non-soccer fans, got the, they got the random topic that I cut out and do all that. So, hope y'all uh, enjoying that. Um, it's been great, bro. Um you know, on, on to the next one, obviously, and uh, it's been a pleasure, man. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, bro. Right. One, let's let's go Brentford. Let's go Arsenal. Get the <laughs> oh, we didn't do predictions, yo. Oh, my bad. Hold up. Oh, you're good. I didn't even do predictions. Hold up. I didn't even quickly. All right, predictions. Uh, y'all play Liverpool. Whoa, hold up. Y'all play. Liverpool. Is that your next game? Might be. No, y'all play. Might be. Y'all play Brighton tomorrow. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so for Brighton, um, I still don't believe they're the best finishing wise consistently, and I think our defense is a little stronger than Brentford's. Um, so if we have a healthy squad, I like us actually winning this two zero because we've been away from our clean sheets for a while. I don't 
I don't know if Brighton will finish, and I like Mindy and goals still. So I think he'll make a couple plays. I think he's due a clean sheet. So I like 2-0 for us, um, as long as we get some attacker back so that we don't have to play Pulisic in the middle, whether it be 9 or false 9, as long as we get Timo, Kai, or Lukaku back to almost full strength and they can play 60, 70 minutes, I like 2-0 for us. Just need one of those guys back. And next year, Sunday, y'all got – let me just make sure I got this right. Y'all got Liverpool. That's right. It is next year. I was like, why are you saying that? Oh, yeah. Um. Okay, so – for for that game, God, I hate that it's a health thing, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna no, say Liverpool bump the health. Yeah, no. Liverpool did just lose. Liverpool Liverpool no, did just lose. Good. I still like I still like us defensively, but my problem is, and I actually I'm actually not too worried about it because I know Tuchel, and I know he pays attention. He's very like good at getting the tactics and stuff right. So I'm interested to see what he does. I think he might just go with Alonzo on the left and just put Rudiger there to deal with Salah. Because I'm just thinking like tactical, tactically wise, like who's going to be going against Salah the most? And I think it'll be Rudiger. And I think that'll be fine. As long as Rudiger doesn't pick up an early yellow card, I think he'll do a decent job against Salah. So I'm going to go 2-1 for us on that one, too. Always got to back my team. Um, I think Trent got exposed today, absolutely exposed today, if you go back and watch the highlights. He just was consistently out of position. And I think that Timo or Pulisic, basically any one of our attacking players can do that same thing that they did to him. Um, Hudson-Odoi might be the one that actually does it if he's healthy. Um, but I think they can get after him. Does he to be on that he's, side, right? He's, he's on that left side. Yeah. Uh, I think Hudson Adoy and Alonso can get after him and uh, cause some damage. Cause some damage. Because Matip and Van Dyke are tough, but Trent is and probably will be for a while that be their weak point of their defense because of how far he goes forward. And I think that's I think that's where we'll where we'll take advantage. And I think we'll have a good game plan against Salah and um, kind of hold him in check. But it's Liverpool, so you can't be surprised if Trent just plays a good ball and they score a goal. Or Jot, it's probably going to be Jota that scores the goal against us. So I didn't do the actual goal score. So Jota will probably score one off of like a deflection. And then Mount will score one because he missed last game. And I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Lukaku to get another one because I think he's going to get some minutes. I think he deserves some minutes after that last game. So if COVID doesn't kick his butt too much, I think he'll get in. What you got for your boys? Uh, I had to respond to a, a city hater talking about Ozil's better than De Bruyne. Uh, all I got to say he is. is uh, he is. That's my uh, boy, Ozil. Team Ozil. Team Ozil. Okay. Team Ozil. In the future. All right. Yeah. Your back-to-back PFA awards. Okay. I'm sure, yeah. Even though, even if you want to Nothing. debate it, it's no, nah, no, nah, we're not doing that. But uh, Ozo, Ozo the goat. Ozo's nice. He's not. He's not KDB. Um, the but goat. um, we play Brentford. That's a four-zero beatdown. <laughs> uh, 
it might be a five six type of game, but mm. four zero beat down. I think I think finally folded and gets off the snide and Grealish. That comes not. I think Mars actually scores in this one. Um, I think Mars scores two on this one, and Sterling keeps it going. And then Foden finishes. Uh, gets a gets a probably a, gets subbed in in the second half and scores. Um, because he hasn't scored in a while. So I think Foden Foden scores. Um, and then we play Arsenal on Saturday. Uh, uh I think this is a competitive one. I think we actually give up one. I think this is a 3-1. I think this is a comfortable one, though. I think this is a 2-0, uh, 3-0. Uh, then they score one to try to make it seem like it was interesting, but it really wasn't. Uh, I like I like, uh, I like like Gundy in this one. I like KDB. And I also like uh, – I'm going to go with Sachenko. Finally, like, he scores one. He, you know, he's, he's been struggling with playing times, a lot of injuries. It's about time for him to get involved in the – Scoring action, everybody else has damn near been a part of it. It's been a party, but so I think he'll be invited to the party and he'll he'll score. Um, and, and it'll be a nice, relaxing uh, week or so. Uh, we can actually probably we'll probably go over, matter of fact, we might just go over our games, you know, we might not even do any other games. Uh, cool, um, that cool. Next, uh, uh, next pod, um, but yeah, feel good, feels great. Finally, we out now um, <laughs> for real this time, for real. Time. Um, I'm probably going to have to cut some stuff, but stay great, bro. Um, All right, bro. All right, man. All right, one. One.